What's good, people? Welcome back to another podcast. Today, we're talking about why do companies go public? In today's world, companies seem to be able to access a lot of cash and investment from the private equity markets. So why are companies choosing to go through the burden of being public and maintaining a public company? It takes a lot of effort. There's a lot of big companies going public next year. There's Uber, Lyft, Airbnb, or at least they're planning to go public next year. So what I wanted to do was explore why why are companies still choosing to go public? Like there are obvious reasons such as easier access to large amounts of capital. But what are the other reasons? Why are companies, why is Uber going public next year in 2019? The new CEO, Dara Karawar, I, I, I still don't know how to say his name, Dara Shahi. I should have known that before I started this, but we're going to keep going. Um, so he confirmed, he's been confirmed since he got in that Uber is planning to go public late of 2019, and he said they are currently on track. So I'm going to explore why companies go public through the eyes of Uber. Why do they want to go public? There's so many headaches going public. We've seen with Elon Musk, we've seen with Tesla, that some companies, they should just be private companies because they shouldn't go through all the trouble, all the scrutiny. But we're going to explore all these options in this podcast. So sit back, listen, hope you have fun, hope you learn something new from it. So just to introduce Uber a little bit, I I don't need to that much. They're a ride-sharing company. They're a global superpower. They're in over 83 countries and 674 cities around the world. They just appointed a new CEO last year, Dara Khosrowshahi. Um, Because the previous CEO, Travis Kalanick, had a lot of issues in the media with things he was saying with internal friction in the company, sexual harassment charges, not charges, but like rumors of sexual harassment throughout the company, male-dominant company. It just, it it wasn't going right under Travis. So they decided to make a change, and it seems like Dara has steadied the ship almost. He's made Uber look more like a responsible company, even though they're losing a shit ton of money really fast. They're also making a ton of money. But... So in preparation of going public, they've already started releasing their earnings like a public company would. But they're doing it a little more selectively than a public company would. And they also hired a CFO, Nelson Chai, to prepare to go out to the public late of next year. And again, yeah, Dara says, uh, CEO Dara Khosro Shahi (laughs) says they're ready to go public late next year. And a few of the highlights from the earnings report was so their earnings grew 51% year over year which is big number 51% for an already large company that's a that's a very good and impressive number but their losses also increased by 100 million last year to 404 million almost half a billion dollars they incurred in net losses that's a, that's a shit ton of money they're earning a lot, they're growing fast, their revenue's growing, but they're also losing a shit ton of money fast. And Uber's come out with a statement saying, essentially, okay, look, they're losing a ton of money, 
because of their huge investments in things. You know, they're investing into something called Uber Elevate, which is above ground taxis. So essentially flying taxis. I don't have much faith in that idea. I, I'm kind of uh, on the Elon Musk train saying it would be probably better to go under than go over. I wouldn't like to see a bunch of flying taxis above me. I think that just creates more stress. You never know. There could be an accident. There could be a error. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm just not a fan of flying taxis. I think drones are cool, but I, I don't necessarily feel we need to travel via taxi. Yes, it would solve some uh, traffic issues, but whatever. They're investing a shit ton into that. They're investing a ton into Uber Eats, which is growing super fast. They're investing in India, where I live, where it's obvious. The, the other competitor here is Ola, and Uber's really giving them a run for their money. And it's kind of interesting how different Uber does things in other countries as opposed to the U.S. Um, they have stations for Uber here. It's just very differently run. They allow cash because India is a very cash economy still. They're moving away from that. I'm sure you've heard the news. But again, Uber operates very differently in different countries. And they're, they're, they're winning in different areas. Also, they're moving into Africa, the Middle East. They have ventures into public bikes and scooters, and the CEO Dara Khosrowshahi essentially said that they're a platform company for transportation. So they're not just focused on ride sharing, they're focused on getting someone from point A to point B. So whether that be through bikes or scooters or cars, and also people and things, because they're also doing Uber Eats. So transportation of food for now, but maybe they'll expand to other things. So they also have Uber Freight, which they're thinking about discontinuing. I haven't read too much into it, but um, I, I don't think Uber Freight's doing that well. So then let's get into it now. I've given you a brief introduction of where Uber is at right now. So why are they thinking of going public in 2019? Whoa. Why do they want to go through all the trouble that it takes to be a public company? First, let's do one thing. Let's explore why companies go public. I'll give you a reason. Why, in general, why companies go public, and then I'll relate it to Uber's current situation. So, let's get going. The first one, obviously, it's the most obvious one. You have huge access to a ton of money from the public markets because there's a much wider range of investors who are willing to put money into your company. You don't have to go out and sell to raise equity. You don't have to go to a venture capitalist. You don't have to go to a bank. You don't have to get a loan. You can get a huge influx of capital from the public markets. So then the question becomes, does Uber need the public markets to raise this capital? Because clearly they've been doing a great job in private equity. SoftBank has, inv has uh, invested in them. They're raising a ton from different investors. Warren Buffett is interested in investing in them. Talks died down, but uh, Dara Carcerol, Dara, I'm just gonna call him Dara, like it's too much of an effort. Uh, Dara said that it is his goal in life to get Warren Buffett to invest in something he's done. So I don't, th like Soft SoftBank just invested 1.25 billion into Uber. So I don't think there's that much of a trouble for them to keep raising capital from private equity investors. But I think 
I've kind of my initially I thought okay they can raise a shit ton of money from private investors, but through research and just through thinking about it more, I think it's kind of fruitful for them to get money from the public markets because private equity investors want to see a return. Now, investors seem to be willing to take a longer-term outlook now, but they still want to see a return really quickly and they want to see high ROI returns. You know, they, they don't want to stick with a company for 50 years, for 20 years, whatever. They want to be in for five. VCs traditionally want to be in for five, take make a shit ton of money and exit the company. So, and I think with Uber's huge ideas, they want to do Uber Elevate. Again, I don't agree with it, but they want to go through global domination. They want to be the big player in every single country in the world. That's, that's their mission. That's their goal. They want to be the ideal transport from point A to point B. They want to be a platform. They want to be in autonomous vehicles. If they want to do this, they still have to continue to raise a shit ton of money. And it'll be harder to justify to private equity investors going forward on a 30-year plan where they're still losing money for 10 years. Because with what Uber wants to do, there's no chance they can start making money for the next at least six years. They can't. They can't do it. You know? So... I think it's very beneficial for them to access the public markets to raise a shit ton of capital. So there, that, that's my first check towards Uber going public. The second major reason I think companies go public in general, that it's a great marketing tool, it builds brand awareness and it builds credibility of the company. You know, you get a lot of media coverage from being a public company around CNBC, Articles written about you, analysts writing about you, earnings call put you out to the world because people are constantly talking about you. Your product is more talked about. Hence, people are more aware of your product line and or your services line. And whether this be publicity be good or bad, you know, as they say, no publicity is bad publicity. So that's a reason why companies go public. Another reason, marketing. So let, let's frame that into what Uber's doing. Um, Uber's already freaking well-known. Um, you know, they're almost ubiquitous in, in several countries. You say Uber, the term Uber, uh, <laughs> you know, you, you don't use rideshare. You don't use the word rideshare. Even if you're going to take a lift, you'll say, let's Uber there or let's Uber there. You know, like Uber's become a verb. So they're already synonymous. They've had so much media coverage, especially the last year of Travis Kalanick's uh, tenure at Uber, they, they were all over the media, especially for negative coverage. So they don't necessarily need more public scrutiny because they're already getting a ton of that. They Also last year they had uh, one of their autonomous vehicles actually kill a pedestrian. More negative publicity. I don't know how that wasn't a bigger deal. Like I... I uh, again, I don't, I don't know too much about the story, but I, I I hear it was the pedestrian's fault to an extent, but still, like, come on. You should be facing huge penalties for something like that. So I believe they did suspend their um, autonomous vehicle testing. But again, that's besides the point. So they've had several negative publicity in the past. Do Uber really want to go through the intense scrutiny of being a public company? 
Now here's where my, here's where the real debate came in for me, at least, towards why they possibly shouldn't go public. Because as you've seen with Tesla, every single thing you do is scrutinized by the public. Everything. Now Dara Dara, the CEO, is not as controversial as an Elon Musk or Travis Kalanick. So he wouldn't be as big a personality in the public eye. But anything Uber does will be heavily scrutinized even more because investors' money, the general public, CNBC, have more of an incentive to this company. You know, there's a, a lot of time and pain that goes into preparing for an IPO. Like, as you've seen, Uber's been preparing for it for about one to two years now. And they're still not ready. And they still get heavily scrutinized for the fact that they're not profitable and they're going public. Every dollar spent is heavily scrutinized when you release full earnings report. If three years down the line, Uber's still not earning a profit, there's going to be so many short sellers. There's going to be so much opposing pressure coming on Uber. It's tough, you know. You, you, it's hard to have a 10-year outlook that Uber needs to have when everything you do in the short term is so scrutinized, when you have to have quarterly earnings reports, which, by the way, Warren Buffett and Jamie Dimon, two of the biggest figure figures in the, the global economy, honestly, the CEO of uh, J.P. Morgan Chase and Warren Buffett needs uh, no introduction, probably the best investor of all time. They hate quarterly earnings calls and, and companies issuing guidance for the next quarter. Because it doesn't matter. It shouldn't matter what the company's going to do next quarter. It should matter what they're going to look like 10 years from now. Uber shouldn't have to think about, okay, I need to make a profit next quarter. So I need to fudge the numbers. I need to do a deal here and there that makes my company's earnings reports look a little bit better while sacrificing long-term growth. No, fuck that. If I'm an, if I'm an Uber investor, I want Uber to solely be thinking about 10 years down the line. How are they going to be the only ride-sharing company? How are they going to be the platform that transports everything from point A to point B? How are they going to be this company when everything is so heavily scrutinized? And, and you see this with Elon Musk. Don't you think Tesla could be a much better company if they didn't have to think about Oh, I have to hit that 5,000 5, cars mark. Yeah, Elon Musk puts a lot of that on himself. But if they were private, none of this would be an issue. Just like you see with SpaceX. And everybody's all over Elon Musk right now for going on the Joe Rogan podcast. God forbid the guy has a life. You know, for two hours of his life. Let him, let him do that. Uh, it, it, it's Again, it's more publicity for Tesla. And for me, at least, you know, you, you could see Elon Musk hasn't slept in a year. This is a different topic again, but it, it just highlights the fact that so much scrutiny goes on a company. It makes them think short term. It takes a lot of time and effort for management. So this is a big negative towards going public for Uber specifically. It can be a positive for other companies, but for Uber specifically, they don't need this marketing. They don't need this scrutiny from the public media. They already get enough of it being a private company. Um, so the third reason, and one of my final reasons, kind of broken down to three, is 
companies go public to leverage its shares as shares are a much more liquid asset. So let me explain this a little bit. When you invest in a private company, you're kind of stuck. You know, the only re way you can make an exit is if another investor comes in and buy those shares in the private market. But it's not as easy as the public market where I can just take my, I can go on E-Trade this morning, sell a share and get my cash for it by the end of the day. Actually, instantly I can get my cash. Selling a private share takes a lot of time, effort, and often it's almost impossible. So having a liquid asset is extremely valuable that you can convert to cash. Liquidity means that you can convert an asset to cash quicker. So three ways companies can utilize a uh, extremely liquid asset such as a share on the public market is that they can use this to fund future acquisitions and investments. So for example, if uh, Uber wanted to buy the self-driving autonomous vehicle technology company Waymo, okay? Instead of paying straight cash from their balance sheet, I can use stock as part of the deal. You know, I don't have to give them straight cash because there's an equitable value from giving up my shares as well because cash is also extremely expensive. Companies want to have cash to invest in future, uh, future growth. So I can use stock. And stock is a great is, is, it is a win-win situation because the company receiving it also has a tremendous upside, especially with a company like Uber, for the stock price to go up. And they can make more money that way, or they can liquidate that asset and turn it into cash immediately. So it's, it's much easier when I'm funding an acquisition going forward in the future to use stock as opposed to just cash. You could have a limited amount of cash, but you have stock that's worth a certain value that you can exchange for an asset, for a company, for future investment. So that's one way. So again, if Uber want to make acquisitions, having a liquid asset, much better for them. Much, much better. Now the second way they can leverage a more liquid asset is it's a great way to compensate your employees. It's a great way to compensate leadership and to, to use as a tool to attract top talent.
So yeah, it's a great way to attract top talent uh, in the market, which is an extremely useful asset to have because instead of paying a employee straight cash, I can offer them stock options, which they can sell later on at a predetermined price to turn into cash. And again, employees have upside to if the company does well because they can call their stock options at a higher price, at a discounted rate. So companies and leadership have more incentive as well for the company to grow and be better. And that's a great way, great form of compensation because, it, you know, employees want that. I, if I could get Uber stock as an employee, I would definitely cash it in because the company has a huge future growth potential. So that that's a positive for Uber to go in. Um, the third and final way a company can leverage public shares is that, like I was saying before, VCs and early investors can make their exit. Um, th this doesn't seem to be as big an issue for Uber because SoftBank, when they came in with their $1.25 investment, they directly bought out early investors and VCs. So in Uber's case, this is not exactly relevant because there are investors that would be willing to come in for a company like Uber which is a hot property. Like people love Uber. It's starting to die down a little bit, it seems like, for, I, I don't know, from things I've listened to and read. But there's definitely investors that are willing to buy out these early VCs. But generally, that's a reason companies go public, because that's when VCs tend to make their exit or private equity funds make their exit. Um, so yeah, those are the reasons why companies go public. In general, there's there's more, but these for me, these are the main reasons. So what's my overall conclusion? I, I think now that I've gone through this process, it's kind of obvious Uber should go public. They can leverage huge capital from the uh, public markets, have liquid assets to attract top talent, to pay employees, and to fund future growth. So. I think those reasons alone for a growth company like Uber are a big, big factor. Again, there's huge challenges with it. It takes a lot of time to uh, run a public company with quarterly earnings reports, earnings calls, focusing on meeting your objectives and short-term targets can also straight.